Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Words That Inspire podcast. I hope that in these trying times with the pandemic raging out there, that you and your loved ones are safe and sound. If you have a um, stay-at-home order or a crowd limit order in your area that you are listening to it, um, you are maintaining proper hygiene, um, sanitizing everything, and generally just staying safe and protecting yourself, and of course praying and trusting in God. Um, it is my prayer for me, for you, for all of our loved ones that will sail through this trying period and come out on the other end with testimonies and with lots of good news. It is my prayer that we shall not lose any loved one. And if we know a friend um, or a co-worker or someone who has been diagnosed with the coronavirus, I am praying for a quick and speedy recovery. I am looking forward to when we can all gather again and share testimonies of how we went through this period and and the good that God has done in our lives through this period because I truly believe this is not a time that would just pass by for nothing. You know, we're not just going to go through this time for nothing. For a lot of us, you know, a lot of people have heard from they are using this time to draw closer to God. They are seeing their relationship with God improve. Some people have um, started taking online classes and working on projects they haven't done before. The point I'm trying to make is this shouldn't be a time when we just cower in fear and allow time to tick by. But to trust in God to make this time as we wait a fruitful one so that we can see um, something and, and have something good to say about it at the end of it all. So just uh, because of the times we are in, I just want to briefly talk to us about finding joy and peace in tough times like this one. You know, at the beginning of the year when we said Happy New Year, I don't think there is anybody that would have thought we would go through a week or um, even the whole month when things would have slowed down and places shut down and we are limited to pretty much staying in our homes. For those of us who go to church regularly, um, I don't think we ever envisioned having to rely on the internet for our church services. But you know, this is where we find ourselves and it is important that through these tough times, we don't allow fear and anxiety and panic to consume us but we find a way to find peace and to find a joy you know we are currently in a time where we um and i when i say we i mean our nation and in fact the whole world we are dealing with a, a, a pandemic sluggish economies rising prices you know just tough times all around and this is just the month of april in times like this, it is often difficult to find anything to enjoy because anytime you turn on the news, there is 24-7 coverage of the pandemic um, with a, a box that shows, you know, just the death toll from all of this is is um, is astronomical. You know, it, it is tragic. It is saddening. If you log into any social media network or any form of mass communication like 
WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram. There are videos and pictures and stories and there is always a discussion going on about the pandemic. So it's gotten to the point where sometimes even if there is something to enjoy, we may even feel guilty for rejoicing about it because there are lots of people out there who are who have been diagnosed with with um this virus and are going through a tough time or have lost loved ones and family to the virus in tough times it is okay to be happy and to find peace and to have joy it doesn't mean that you do not appreciate the gravity of what is going on around you but god gave us these emotions for a reason and as long as we are not responsible for whatever is going on out there laughing in the midst of sorrow is okay you know you're not inflicting the virus on anyone you're doing what you're supposed to do and if something good happens it is okay to rejoice about it you know we are we are multi-dimensional beings we're not one track minded it is possible to understand the gravity of what is going on and to be praying for those affected by this virus and at the same time to rejoice when something good happens uh, and to feel pleased when there is something to feel pleased about. If we are so bogged down with what plagues us and our troubles, we will be perpetually anxious, which will lead to negative mental health and unwellness for us and for those around us. You know, if if all we are stuck thinking about is while wow, times are tough, the economy is, is down or um, I'm off work, what am I going to do next? Where am I going to get the next month? If 24-7, that is where your mind is, that is that is all you are occupied with, you're going to be so anxious, you're going to be depressed, you're going to be so unhappy, and unfortunately, it's going to affect everyone around you. First Thessalonians 5.16, in First Thessalonians 5.16, God tells us, to rejoice evermore, to rejoice always. It is a commandment from God. In the midst of swirling storms, in the midst of turbulent times, there is always a reason to rejoice. If or nothing else, the fact that we know God, the fact that He exists and He has our lives all planned out for us, that is a reason to rejoice. Because if we remember and we rejoice in the fact that God is always going to be there for us, is always going to take care for take care of us. Then regardless of the pinch we find ourselves in, we know we're going, we have assurance that we're going to come out at the other end of it. Okay. We don't we might not know how or when this particular moment, but we know it's going to be okay because God will not plan out our lives and just leave us to wallow in despair and not have a good outcome for us. He loves us. We are the apple of his eyes and his children and he's going to see us through the end of all of this he's going to see us through it and there's going to be a positive and a blessed outcome at the other side of it in jesus name so i'm just going to leave us with a couple of tips on how to find joy or how i find joy and peace in not just this trying time but every time i've come across an event in my life that is so powerful, a negative event or seemingly negative event that is so powerful, it almost breaks my spirit. How I don't let it, the things 
um, that helped me to find joy and peace in the midst of the negativity. Number one is count your blessings. It is easy to look around and see our current troubles and what prayers God has not said yet. It is easy to think I'm out of work. How am I going to make my next rent and just be stuck on that? And why hasn't God brought money? Why hasn't God brought help? Why is there no help? Why is nothing going as I have planned? If we are stuck there, it's easy to forget all the things that God has brought us through. Sometimes what you're going through right now is not the worst thing that has happened to you. If it, it feels like the worst thing because that is what is happening right now. But when we take a minute and cast our minds back and look back 10, 20 years before now, we realize, at least I always realize that I've gone through worse things than what is happening right now. And somehow I made it out to the other side, victorious and triumphant, ready for the next level or the next phase of my life. And I'm serving the same God that brought me through those tough times. If he did it yesterday, he will do it today. He will do it tomorrow because he's the ever constant God. If he did it for Abraham, he will do it for anyone. When he did it for Abraham, he did it for me in the past. He's doing it for me in the present and he will do it for me in the future. And that is what counting your blessings does for you. It helps you to remember that whatever it is you're going through right now is not the worst thing that could possibly happen. You've gone through tougher times. You've gone through worse times. Or you know somebody very close to you who has gone through worse times and what you're going through right now. And God has seen them through it. So it's it's always helps to take just a few minutes to look back, count your blessings, and be grateful to God for it. And how it also helps you to hang onto hope and to have faith, knowing that the God who saw you through the previous tough times will see you through these ones. The second key is prayer. Prayer is the key. Um, when I was a little girl, we used to have this song they taught us in in the convent. Prayer is the key, prayer is the key, prayer is the answer key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the answer key. And I've come to realize in my life that that is, th that is true. Prayer is the key. Nothing relaxes me and calms me down when I'm anxious more than prayer. For me, prayer is a three-pronged spear. It is a form of therapy because I get to pour out my heart to God without holding back. I mean, I just, I tell him everything that is on my mind, how it's, how it's making me, I just, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it doesn't make logical sense, I don't care. I get to talk to somebody who I know is a willing audience and is not judging me as I'm talking. Prayer suits me because it gives me an opportunity to hand everything to the only being I know that can handle it and get get me out of it. There are a lot of situations human beings cannot help us out of. And God is the only one that can open doors that no man can open. And praying is my way of handing those things over to God so that he can get me out of it. And the third thing is that prayer puts the enemy on notice 
so that the enemy knows I am not budging or losing my faith in God due to my circumstances. Because sometimes when things happen to us, the enemy is watching us, saying, trying to figure out, are you going to lose your faith? Are you going to lose hope in God? Are you going to be shaking? And prayer for me is my way of letting the enemy know your plan is not working back off because i am standing firm in god and i know he's going to work wonders in this situation for those of us who are not sure when to pray we not only pray in good times we also have to pray in bad times that is why in first thessalonians five seventeen, god tells us to pray without season Prayer should not stop. In good times, you must pray. In bad times, you must pray. When you're happy, you should pray. When you're sad, you should pray. And I always recommend praying aloud because you are less likely to fall asleep for starters. And the conversation with God is a more honest one. I am less likely to justify things or quote things or be diplomatic with the language I use when I'm praying aloud. But that's just me. You know, if praying silently works for you, um, that's that's somewhere to start. Especially if 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 uh, you're not used to praying yet, but I always recommend praying aloud. The third way I find peace and I find joy in tr in trying times is through praise and worship. I love to sing. I love to dance. I am not the best dancer out there. I'm definitely not the best singer, but I absolutely love to sing and dance. I love to praise and worship. Praise and worship always takes me to a place where my troubles are not drowning me. Where, especially in times, because we are all human beings, I have times when I'm worried about things and it feels like my worry is choking the breath out of me or it's just, I feel like I'm drowning sometimes. And praise and worship takes me to a place mentally where that does not happen. When I am too anxious or worried to remember any songs, I hope on YouTube and sometimes I start with familiar songs I've listened to or I'll search for a particular gospel artist or I'll just randomly type in gospel songs and scroll through and, I, and whichever one I'm led to click on, I start there. Sometimes I want something that is upbeat that will make me want to dance and sometimes I want something that is a little bit more solemn, um, you know, that will just make me reflect reflect on god sometimes i deliberately pick a song and sometimes i just listen to a series of songs you know like on youtube when you listen to a song they'll recommend the next one and i just go with the recommendations and always without fail i come across one that just either breaks through my emotions and makes me cry and, and gets me to a place where my head is clear and i'm praying or one that just calms me down and makes me feel peaceful. One that makes me get up and dance and just, you know, be happy and, and find joy and find peace. Either way, my mind is not on my troubles when I'm listening to some praise and worship. And more often than not, I always come across songs whose lyrics are reflective of the times I'm going through and they hold a message that I need to hear at that moment. So I am suggesting... Um, praise and worship i have a gospel playlist on my youtube page and i am going to put up the link on my blog post and on my facebook on my facebook page so you can start there um i'm hoping that there is a song in my gospel playlist that is 
um, going to work for you that you're going to like and going to enjoy. I found I found some pretty great ones uh, over the years, and I'm always on the hunt uh, for new songs. And the last tip I'm going to share with us is to limit the influx of bad news. As important as it is to listen to the news, especially in these times with a pandemic going on, you want to know, okay, what is going on? What are the new rules? What are they finding out? Very important. I always recommend knowing what is going on around you. Being constantly plugged into the news can lead you to anxiety and panic and depression, and that is not a healthy place to be mentally. You want to listen to the news enough to find out what is going on and then move on. For example, I listen to the news for about five to 10 minutes at the start of the day so that I can see, okay, what happened overnight? What is going on? And then I listen for another five to 10 minutes at the end of the day to find out what has gone on throughout the day. Um, are there any new rules? Are there any new laws? What are they finding out? What are the updates? Sometimes, um, you know, let's be honest, the news can be so politicized. I don't want to listen to the news. Sometimes I prefer to read it. I go to my um the the web page for my local news in, in my area to W uh, WBAL TV, and I look on their website and I read what the news is. Has the governor said any new things? What are the mayors doing about it? What have the scientists discovered, and so on and so forth. But just for five to ten minutes, and then I shut it down. Because I find being constantly plugged in, I, I remember a day when almost for the whole day, I listened to CNN and all the networks and I read everything and the local news and the national news and news and the regional news and towards the end of the day, I could not sleep. I was so anxious and I have a family member who works as a nurse in the healthcare sector and they have COVID uh, patients in, in their facility. I could not sleep. I was so worried. I was imagining the worst things. I was even afraid to touch my own couch out of fear that I was going to get something. And, you know, I suddenly realized how silly it was. And I had it. Luckily, that day was um, the Thursday prayer service for our church. And I tuned into service because we now conduct service online. I, you know, at the end of the prayer session, after praying, I felt better. But I realized that was an unhealthy, an unhealthy thing to do, to be so plugged into the news. Also, limit your, on your social media feed the discussions you engage in regarding what is going on. Everybody is talking about it as they should. If you need to have a discussion with with someone about it, also, same thing, limit, limit it because if you talk about it for too long, before you know it, you'll start imagining imagining symptoms. Also, not being plugged into so many news sources or listening for long periods of times limits the influx of misleading information because everybody has an opinion. I mean, I have seen everything on Facebook. I've seen people who say don't wear masks. I've seen people who's who... One said, and I mean it was popular at least in my area, that the virus did not affect black people. I've, I've, I heard a lot of people say did it affect young people, and then young people started dying from it, and black people started dying from it. And I, I've heard people say, oh, it affects men more than women, and then women were dying. I just, I've heard all sorts of things and all kinds of home remedies. and You want to limit also the sources of your news. Just pick one or two 
reputable news sources i tend to avoid cable news not that there isn't good information there but eight times out of ten it's kind of mixing with politics and i've realized at the moment I'm, i don't have time for that i don't need that i just want to get the facts and so i'm looking at i'm relying on my local news stations for um, that information so do not be constantly plugged into the news to the point that that is all you dwell on what you feed your mind and your spirit with is what you it will dwell on if you're feeding your mind with all the negative news out there that is only to, i mean your mind goes over it again and again and again and that is all you have to feed your spirit and that's what makes you to be anxious and fear-filled and in a panicked state of mind there are positive and interesting things to listen to look on the internet there are uplifting messages from men and women of god there are free movies look outside your area like i discovered um chinese movies they have english subbed chinese movies they have japanese um animes there are um indian dramas there are i think i came across some um spanish ones there are korean dramas there are amazing movies from all around the world from morocco to nigeria to canada to the u.s i mean there are a lot of amazing things positive things you can find um healthy things to watch even christian movies on youtube there are also sites out there that offer them for free legally if push comes to shove invest in hulu or netflix i know i did and also check with your cable provider because some of them are offering free premium channels through the end of may I came across some great um great shows including cooking shows i didn't know they had a lot of them um this is not an advert but i came across chopped on the food network amazing amazing show so that's c-h-o-p-p-e-d gonna be experimenting with spices and different ways to cook different things so look around there are a lot of things you can invest your time in there are free online classes I know uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, I took a class on how to sew a skirt. I have a small sewing machine. Um, there are drawing classes, project management classes that are being offered for free. History, um, the National Geographic had a couple of amazing free um, videos, documentaries on interesting places around the world. Just there are a lot of things you can get plugged into if you have nothing else to do while you're at home if you're in a position where you're not working at home so invest time in that and just limit how often um you plug into bad news it is possible to find joy and peace in the midst of all the swirling madness um i'll leave us with this final thought be plugged into jesus and not read your bible pray do not neglect that do not neglect to feed your spirit um, a hungry spirit is going to gobble up anything it can get. I've been there. But you need to feed your spirit. And feed it something positive. And what is better than the word of God? If you find yourself not motivated enough to read your Bible, there are Bible plans out there. If not, there are men and women of God with amazing messages out there. I also wouldn't advise listening to too many of them. Just pick one or two and let them serve as your source of inspiration to get back to listening to god through reading the word 
obey the rules in your area very important if there are social distancing rules in your area they are there for a reason god gave scientists the knowledge and the scientists have said this is the best way to not get get infected by the virus so make sure you're obeying social distancing rules if you have to be out and about wear a mask if you don't have a mask use a bandana a scarf or something limit your contact with people um and just listen to whatever um instructions you are being given as long as you're not being asked to not serve god everything else listen to and obey you know um i have a post on on my facebook page the other day disobedience is not godly disobedience is not godly um i've heard reports of uh, men and women of god who have been defiant when it comes to social distancing rules insisting that's um in states where the governors and officials have said limit crowd size to 10 people or less or not at all which means um most churches will not be holding they have been pastors who have decided they are going to ignore that and and go ahead and hold services there have been people who have thrown parties of more than 10 people at their homes um disobedience of especially of of civil rules is not godly god encourages us to obey the law of the land first peter 2 13 to 17 is very important that you read that if the law of the land is contrary to god's words okay you know then we strictly follow god's words but god in his in the bible tells us to listen to the laws of the land to the to the men and women he has allowed to be uh, in charge in our area are they all good are they all right no that is why you have common sense but disobedience is not godly we should we should keep that in mind again i'm going to direct us to first peter 2 13 to 17. for those of us who are making the argument i keep hearing the phrase do not forsake the the gathering of the brethren we need to remember um that the church is not a building you can gather by video you can gather online and these are temporary measures they are not permanent let's remember that but the church is not the building your heart is a building that is in first peter 2 5. so let's just let's just pay attention to that again be plugged into god obey social distancing rules enforce strict hygiene rules and just let god take care of the rest um I am going to try over the next couple of days to find resources for those of us who might need help with with rent or mortgage or utility payments or so on and if you're one of them please leave me a comment so that i can do some research on my end and see what i can find to help you in your time of need so once again i hope you are safe you are sound your loved ones are, are safe and sound and I pray for each and every one of us that the good Lord will protect us, will keep us, will shield us, will cover us, our body, our souls, our spirit, with the precious blood of Jesus. And I pray 
that our bodies will reject this virus. We shall not be infected in Jesus' name. I pray that we will not be sick for those of us who have tested positive. Let there be healing. I am praying that there will be healing. There will be physical healing and healing in every area of our lives in Jesus' name. And for those of us who unfortunately have loved ones, let God comfort you. Let God keep you. Let God give you all that you need even in these trying times in Jesus' name. As always, wishing you and your loved ones nothing but the absolute best. This is Chisaba. Remain blessed.